0: And good evening. My name is uh, Coach Hector Cano, joined along with Coach uh, Coach Rafa Casorena. We uh, we want to start, it, start off tonight's show a little differently. We wanted to start off with, as uh, as you all know, as many of you may know, but for those of you that may not know, our uh, Texas high school soccer community is in mourning as we recently lost uh, one of our own coaches, Coach Jeff Miller of uh, Denton-Braswell, who recently, unexpectedly, uh, passed. And uh, so we wanted to kind of start tonight's show a little bit differently, kind of on a somber note, pay a very brief tribute to Coach Miller. Uh, Rafa, any thoughts?
1: Uh, It's just, uh, like I said, just terrible news, you know, for the coaching community here for the state of Texas. You know, a lot of, you know, from reading the comments from a lot of his peers, a great person, not only on, but also off the field too. So, like I said, condolences to his family. His players, the you know, the the, the community as well. Uh, so I'm sure he's going to be certainly missed there, there in Denton.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so to the you know to the uh, Denton braswell family and every you know previous spot. I know Coach Miller had I think four other stops along the way. Um, just we're we're with you. We're thinking about you. Uh, you can don't they they do have a a GoFundMe account in his name. Uh, so, if you're willing and you can, and you're open to contributing, please do so. We'll share that as well. Uh, but again, our thoughts, uh, condolences, and our thoughts going out to the entire Braswell family and the Jeff, uh, the coach Jeff Miller family. We're with you, we're thinking about you, and we want to just give this uh, brief moment of silence.
2: Thank you.
0: One five to H Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley and everywhere in between. This is the Fifty Fifty Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The Fifty Fifty Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of Inside Texas High School Soccer. My name is Hector Cano. I am joined by the Obi-Wan Kenobi of Texas High School Soccer, Coach Rafa Castorena. We are powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. They are America's premier college prep program and high school student-athlete marketing service since 1997. Located locally here in the San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. But you can also find them on social media on Twitter at SATX Recruiting. As well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about on their website at collegepromotersusa.com. Rafa, what's going on, buddy?
1: Not much. Just good day today. Uh, Clasico got the 4 the 0 win. <laughs>
0: somehow, I knew, somehow I knew you were going to be wearing that jersey today, right?
1: Yeah, got some revenge. So it was good. There so hopefully can go. get get that the, the the double two cups hopefully
0: yeah 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 what did what was the final again was it it was it four or five
1: four nil it should so have been nil. actually like seven nil because so they a couple. Yeah.
0: yeah i kind of i kept going in and out trying to follow it and then uh yeah I, I knew it was good because we were not hearing from you and i were not hearing from a particular friend that we have you know we weren't <laughs> we weren't hearing anything from him so uh he shall remain nameless but uh yeah. yeah, I think he was
1: too busy watching the Newcastle game.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he said, right? That's what he said. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. So, I mean, great stuff. We got a we got an action packed show tonight. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hit. We're gonna look back regional quarterfinal review. We're gonna hit on probably about I'd say about ten games to a dozen games. Obviously, we we could spend all day talking about all of them, but we're gonna hit on about ten of them, ten to a dozen uh that we're going to look back we're going to briefly discuss then we also have uh coach jason Atkins, the head women's soccer coach at the smithson valley rangers he'll be joining us tonight then we're going to dive into some key spotlight matches for the upcoming regional tournament because as you know we could we could highlight every single game and we'd probably be here for a good two three hours just on that alone then we're going to wrap up with our player game balls and our team sticker awards and then we'll look at uh what's on the what's on the agenda after tonight so all right Rafa go ahead dive in let's let's uh, go right into our original quarterfinal review tell us a couple of the games that you had highlighted at the 4A level go ahead tell us
1: yeah there are some games that are key just you know going over let me pull up my little list here uh um, you know there was there were some interesting matchups you know this you know this week and just trying to see. Hold on, second here. Yeah, some some key, especially like here in foray uh, one team that's kind of it's just been under the radar because they haven't really been known for soccer, and they also you know just kind of recently started the, a program. It's a young young program. It's the Lavaca Calhoun, and mm-hmm. uh, they've been they're going deep. Like I said, they're made it to the regional tournament, first time ever. Um, They actually got by uh, Needleville uh, on PKs. They won five to four after, you know, nil-nil after the the regulation and overtime. So that's one of the key games I had for the, you know, for boys foray. Another one I had, that's what's kind of close to me, is with with Coach uh, Art Trevino at Flosher. He's done a great job there. Uh, Finally got to go through. Now he's in the regional tournament. Got a a big win over Goose Creek Memorial. Uh, I know they went to PKs in that one too. Uh, they won that one. They won five to four. Uh, so the first time taking that program to you know to that regional tournament, so courageous, to him. And then another team that's kind of fell on the radar too is is, is Garland Sasky. Um more hasn't really talked about them, but they had a big win over Duncanville. You know even you know one one zero win, and now they're in the you know they could be the dark horse in the in the six A level for you know coming into re, you know region two. So you keep an eye on them. So they may end up being the one that comes out, out of that region. Uh, but as far as with the girls side, uh probably the key game was they in the panhandle was Wichita Falls versus West Plains. And West Plains, like I said, first year program, you know, they've pretty much ran through district, you know, yeah. unopposed. Yeah, been, and they, they
0: had phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah.
1: And for, but they just kind of ran into uh a team that, you know. I had a little more experience, but it was a close game. You know, I had their t- chances. I saw some of the highlights of the game, you know, but, you know, kudos to them. And, you know, keep an eye on them. I think they're going to be, you could be see I think that team is going to do some more damage next year. Since with all those returning lettermen. don't be surprised to make the trip to Georgetown in 2024. Another one is. Uh,
0: you're, you're calling your shot already, huh? Look at you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, I mean, it's just a phenomenal program. What they've done, you know, just to, yeah. to see the the level of play they, you know, even though they lost that game, but I can see just watching them. They they have it, you know, they have that little it factor, mm-hmm. and now that they have one year under their belt, now I know what it takes to get through this kind of the, the gauntlet. And you know, who's to say they don't meet up with Wichita Falls again in the playoffs, and right. this time they get they get it done. And then 5A, probably the game of the game of the week last week in the Dallas, there was Reedy versus Wakeland and, and the dynasty is finally over cause Reedy took care of business and they knocked off Wakeland and penalty kicks four to two. And, you know, could this be the dawning of a new Frisco program that now it's going to take the mantle and, you know, take the torch and, you know, go come to, you know, be the new Frisco team that comes to Georgetown. So we'll see on them. And then the biggest game, probably the biggest game in Houston uh, Ridge Point versus Seven Lakes. Like I said, I've ruined very high with the Seven Lakes girls. I thought they were probably they were one of my favorites to get to Georgetown, but they got knocked off by Ridge Point, who did make it last year. And um, and like I said, they're starting to peak. Like I said, they're peaking at the right time, you know. And they might be, like I said, going into the regional tournament for Region Three for six a They may be the favorites to get, to get to Georgetown again.
0: Yeah. So of those, of those six is there one that maybe intrigued you like the most when you were just just following the match, post-match, what you found out, um, how the game played out? Was there one in particular that maybe intrigued you the most of those six?
1: I, I think the Reedy game because it really, them, mm-hmm. I think the brick wall has always been Wakeland. They just couldn't pass them. You know, it, I think it goes the same thing with Star, maybe on the boy side, right. but Reedy really, you know, they took that next step. Now can they continue? Now can they finish? You know, kind of finish the fight. We'll see what they do in the regional tournament. But they finally got over that hump. You know, the kind of Wakeland has pretty much, you know, a lock on on that region, um, especially in that district. And who's this? You know, like I said, maybe th- this game, that game itself, could be the one that one that elevates them to get to the you know to the state title.
0: Yeah. Finish the fight. I I see what you did there. Finish the fight, huh? Snuck that in there. I like that um so now obviously you hit on six matches here is there one or two additional ones that you didn't list in here that maybe um you really liked maybe some honorable mentions that you kind of wanted to highlight wanted to mention
1: yeah there was one here back here actually friday night uh it was a day battle here at ferris uh which i didn't get to go to was the uh, laredo alexander harlan mm-hmm. Harlan was the favorite in, but Laredo Alexander was able to get a 3-2 win, and you know, kudos to Laredo Alexander. They've been very consistent the last few years. Um, they've yeah. been, been made, made it to the regional quarters, and it to the semifinals. Uh, they made it last year, but they got knocked off by Reagan, so now this time they have an opportunity you know, because they're going to against Dripping Springs. You know, could this be the, the one matchup that they get to the regional finals? So kudos to them. You know, they've done a great job, and uh, they've really built a good program though so you know my hat, hats off to them uh, and then the one that's probably maybe uh, uh, that I'd see from the girls' side is the uh, is the uh, Ab- the Abilene girls knocking off Amarillo you know mm-hmm. they finally get to th- that you know I guess midnight hasn't struck for them yet so um, <laughs> you know they're still part of the dance and you know you know Amarillo's got a good program but right. for Abilene to go and, and knock them off, you know, so, it, you know, sometimes, you know, when you make these runs, sometimes you do need luck, but, you know, maybe they're here in this team has something special. You know, sometimes you have that, you have to have that little it factor and maybe that's what's helping, really helping them because they're growing in confidence from each game. They've won each playoff game. They won. And if I'm the other teams that are playing them in there in region one for, you know, for five, A, I, you know, that that's a tough matchup. You, you kind of want to avoid and, you know, you know, if they can keep it up, I do. I want to be surprised seeing Abilene get to the, you know, get to Georgetown.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. So obviously, as many may know, we had so Coach Tiffany Van Hoos, we had her on the show a couple of episodes back, and um, what she's done there and that team, you know, it's it's largely the same players from last year, right? But you know, they're on this historic run. They win district title for the first time in 31 years. Here they are now in the regional tournament and this is the deepest run they've made in over 20 i think 22 23 years at least so <clears throat> they definitely believe right uh, there's there's a lot of talent They're more talent than i think people realize and uh so yeah very very good you know i, I spoke to spoke to a couple of uh people from also that from the uh, when abilene faced uh, el paso right el paso high and they said it was very, very strong, very uh, almost underrated team, right? As great as their resume is, there's still a bit on the underrated side. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, it's phenomenal, phenomenal job that she's done there in, in her time. Um, so, okay. So we wanted to highlight, we wanted to go ahead and highlight uh, a couple of games. I want to highlight a couple of games that we'll go through quickly. Um, one that we wanted to mention is, or that I wanted to mention, so at the 6A level, on the 6A boys' side, um, Allen Irving. I know you. Irving's been, both of these teams have actually been in your RPI. Irving's been in that RPI almost all year, and this was the match that we were trying to see is Irving, is this where they make that leap, right, where they take that jump? And uh, kind of a, excuse me, a bit of a brutal a bit of a brutal ending for Irving, for Irving, you know, they had the lead Allen unbelievable game. And excuse me, and we'll, and we'll speak to this game more, a little bit more, uh, later on, but Allen ties it with two seconds remaining in regulation. And then it goes, has to go to extra time and then goes to penalties and Allen pulls it out three to two and Allen advances once again, in dramatic fashion to the regional tournament. So, Kudos to Ellen, unfortunate to Irving. Uh, we, I, I know we've kind of been big fans of what they've been doing there. So um, the 5A boys, Frisco, I know we hit on it a little bit. You hit on it on the girl side. Frisco, Reedy o- over uh, Frisco, Wakeland. Um, just, I mean, what can you say? It's Wakeland, right? And we were never counting against them until, like, you were going to have to show us, and it's happened. You know, we kept thinking it was going to be Lone Star, but Reedy's the one that breaks through. On both sides for the boys and girls so kudos to them they win that 1-1-0 a big one that we talked about you and i on last uh the last episode last week uh perhaps the biggest girls game taking place in el paso in 15 to 20 years el paso andres el paso del valle andres wins it in penalties four to three after it went, it went to penalties so this was a crazy match it was one one at the end of regulation when it went to penalties it was three to three so you had four more goals, you had more goals scored in overtime than you did in regulation. And Andrus uh, pulls it out four to three in penalties. And then <clears throat> last match last match that I wanted to hit on was match that we covered last week last Friday there at uh, Ranger Stadium, Smithson Valley High School. It was a regional quarterfinal matchup, a 5A regional quarterfinal matchup on all 26 5A matchup between Smithson Valley and Bernie Champion. Smithson Valley emerges victorious eight to two. And it was, it was an interesting match. Smithson Valley jumps, jumps full over Bernie champion, Bernie champion takes, takes a quick two nil lead leads five nil at halftime. Champion comes back with two goals there uh, in about 15 minutes in, in rapid succession, about two minutes apart. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, is this, is this going to become a game? And then Smithson Valley just kind of puts it, puts it in another gear Scores another one about 45 seconds later, and then boom, here we go. It's and then they run away with it. Final score eight to two. And with that, we're gonna go ahead and bring in we're going to go ahead and bring in the head women's soccer coach of the Smithson Valley Rangers, Coach Jason Atkins. Coach, how are you? I'm doing
3: all right. How you doing guys doing?
0: You're uh, fresh off of the soccer field, aren't you?
3: Yeah, just came <laughs> off the, the club fields.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, Coach, thank you for being uh, thank you for being here with us tonight. Uh, appreciate it. We won't keep you long because we know you got to get home to the family. You got to prepare. Um, thoughts on uh, last week's regional quarterfinal matchup versus Bernie Champion?
3: Um, you know, to be honest, um, I'm I'm happily surprised on how the girls came out and and uh, their composure early in the first half, scoring a goal early, three minutes in, kind of set the tone. Um, and then the girls never looked back after that. Um, they scored two goals on us in the second half. We kind of got a little sloppy, a little bit lazy. And and but we, we quickly turned around and scored another goal. And and, and it, we we're off to the races there. So very happy with the, the girls performance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now so you get a full week's worth of preparation. How have you been? Obviously, we know there was some rest, some recovery from our post uh, post match interview that we had with you last week. Um, what has that week kind of look like up to now through tomorrow and then getting ready for Friday?
3: Um, so Monday we gave him the weekend off Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday we came in and hit him hard, um, uh, went real hard in training, working on pressing, uh, getting specific things that we're trying to tweak, you know, obviously looking at film, going back and looking at film things that we want to work on and get better. Tuesday was a little bit of a down day. It was a smaller, lighter, uh, session for us. Wednesday today, we hit it really hard tomorrow morning. Um will be basically just a, a light uh, finishing and recovery before we get on the road. So,
0: The mood of your team, the, uh, the temperament, I guess, of your team right now at this very moment, what would you say it is?
3: Um, I, I think relaxed, but with a little bit of attention, meaning very relaxed and look like they're ready to go and play. But a little bit of tension knowing everything that's on the line. So we've got a big group of seniors, you know, 13 of them. Um, a whole bunch of those have been on varsity since they were sophomores, so they've yep. been in this, this situation before. So I think they know what's at, what's at stake. So um, that's why I say a little bit tense because they know what's on the line this time. Uh, some other teams can sometimes be a little bit too loose, and I want us to be loose, but, but also uh, a little bit tense.
0: <laughs> yeah. What makes um, – obviously, every team has its own personality. It's its own unique you know, animal, if you will. What makes this team? You know, I've I've said this is in my time in the greater San Antonio area. This is the best team of yours that I've seen personally. Right? Uh, you might agree with that. You might disagree with that. But what makes this team different this year?
3: Um, experience. Uh, like I said, we've we've had probably four or five of those seniors were on varsity as freshmen. All thirteen of them have been on varsity since they were sophomores. Um, so experience and and to be honest, uh, their ability to be lighthearted and practice and training, be lighthearted in the bus ride to and from games. But once we step across that line, it's all business. And and, and they're collective in that. The whole group's collective in that we're going to cross this line to win games. And that's what we're going to do. So yeah, very happy with them.
0: Awesome. What's the buzz like? What's the environment like right now there at school? You know, Smithson Valley, very energetic, very school spirited, especially just with everything, especially when it comes to athletics. What's that vibe like right now on campus as you guys get ready to uh, to make that uh, that drive down to Brownsville?
3: Well, I, I think, you know, a, a school like Smithson Valley has got a great community. Um, you know, we're kind of spread out. It's kind of a rural school, you can say, um, but it's a very tight knit community on campus. and. You know, all the teachers are, are high-fiving the girls and, you know, saying, go get it, coach, and that kind of thing in the hallway. So I think the the school is behind us. Um, I think the cheerleaders are going to give us a good send-off tomorrow. So, um, you know, everybody's excited.
0: Yeah. So you head out tomorrow?
3: Yes, we'll yeah. leave out tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Great stuff. Um, so you have McCallum Memorial uh, this Friday, April 7th, 1 p.m., Brownsville Sports Park. Thoughts on what you can share on uh, McAllen Memorial?
3: Well, you know, obviously you get some film, you watched a little bit of film, but uh, I'm not one of those film chasers because I think sometimes film can be deceiving depending on who they're playing um, and, and what the result is and where it is in district. Were they playing early in the year? Are they playing late in the year? Was it, uh, you know, players injured, not injured? So you can right. only we're
0: gain so no much- people? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so it, you can only gain so much from it, I think. Um, for me, it's more of focusing on what we do and what we do well, and how, how can we do it well. Um, some some coaches, I think, fixate in, in on how can we change to adapt to the other team. Um, we want we want to for, enforce our will on them, so we'd rather them adapt, try to adapt to us. So we focus that way.
0: Awesome. Great stuff. Thank you, Coach. Got one more question for you, but before I do, I'm going to pass it over to my co-host here, to Rafa. See if he's got anything for you, Rafa.
1: Uh, Coach, uh, congratulations again! Getting to the regional tournament. Uh, how was your players' mood going into the game against Bernie Champion? Especially what they did last year. I know they lost, like when they lost those two games to Drifting Springs, and then they ended up pulling up that win and that regional final. Was that in the back of the mind of, the, of your players? Say, hey, you know this team could maybe kind of repeat again what they did last year. You know what was, you know how was the mindset for your players on that on that day?
3: A hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head there. Um, I I told the girls all week long. Okay, Bernie champion did this last year. They lost to the dri- Dripping Springs twice in district, and they and they beat them in the playoffs. And I kept on reminding them of that over and over and over again. So if you think that we beat them in district twice and and they're just going to lay down for us in the playoffs, we're sadly mistaken. And, and you know, like I said, the girls jumped on them quick and and took it really to heart. So you could see it in the game, their their reaction.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a phenomenal environment. Yeah, it was definitely a buzz there at the stadium. So. A uh, great place to watch a match too. So, um, all right, coach, final uh, final thing I got for you, kind of not really a question, but I guess kind of sort of any final thoughts, shout outs, thank yous, anything you want to share with your, whether it's your community, your administration, your team, whoever, uh, anything?
3: Well, I mean, just our community, our our school, our administration, they back us, um, 50-50 podcasts. Thank you so much. You've been to a couple of our games this year and our tournament at the beginning of the year. Um, all the media that's, that supported us and backed us. Cause I think throughout the whole year, you got some people saying, that, uh, having us knocked out of every round in the playoffs so far, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but you know, and we proved them wrong every time. So I'm really happy that to, to be part of this with y'all guys, um, bringing the, to the soccer community. Thank you so much. Um, my wife, obviously putting up with me and putting up with all the, the heartache that she has to, to go through. Um, but, uh, and the girls. I mean, to be honest, it's, it's all on them. and people, you know, sometimes coach, coaches, coaches want to focus on, on themselves and what they're doing. It, this is all the, the players, the players are winning these games, the players are working hard. They're putting in the effort, the time. It, I'm just there to help them and facilitate them through that. And, and all kudos, kudos to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've done a phenomenal job. Take about you, your coaching staff, the administration, the athletic department there, you guys have done a great job. Your girls are phenomenal class act. And, uh, you know, you know, he is, again, he is Coach Jason Atkins. He head women's soccer coach of the Smithson Valley Rangers. We are uh, proud to have him on here, happy to have him on here. We think we can find it in our hearts to forgive him for being a Manchester United fan. We'll look past that. <laughs> but, uh, Coach, thank you. We won today. Long.
3: They won today. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> all right. I but, appreciate coach, it, guys. Thank you all thank you. so much. Absolutely. Thank you again. Yes, have a great night and best of luck. Take care. All right, man. Thoughts?
1: Uh, I'll say great, you know, great coach, great team. I, I, I like I said, last year I had high expectations for them last year, you know, and I had them going deep, you know, and I know they had they ran into that Westlake team, you know, they ended up going to the to the region to the state tournament. But I think I think the one key is that I think the girls learned from that last year. They have the experience and their laser focus on you know, getting to Georgetown, and I think, like I said, they have a really good chance to contending for, you know, now that Wakeland's out, you know, they they could now they're one of the favorites, you know, to maybe win the 5A title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think they were one of the teams I think that could have gone toe to toe with them. Uh, now, like I said, can you say they're they're clear-cut favorites? They they could possibly could be. I think they're one of the one of the two yeah. to 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 win it all for 5A.
0: Yeah, you know, as I've told multiple people, this is the best uh, Smithson Valley Ranger Squad women's soccer squad I've seen in my time. Right. Uh, so, you know, Coach Atkins might he might agree, he might silently agree, you know, and not want to <laughs> not want to jinx it, right? But uh, yeah, no, they've they've done a phenomenal job for sure. So, wishing them the best of luck again. Thank you to Coach uh, Atkins uh, for joining us, and best of luck to uh, to his squad as they they will be facing. Again, they will be facing uh, McAllen Memorial this Friday, April 7th, 1 p.m. at Brownsville Sports Park. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick word from our friends at College Promoters USA.
2: College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student athletes and their families as the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 50 50 podcast alongside coach hector cano college promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country if your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer Call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete.
0: And we are back, Episode 9 of Inside Texas High School Soccer. All right. We're going to go ahead and, uh, opening up my documents here. They're just taking them, taking a second. We're going to go ahead. So we're going to highlight a, uh, handful about, uh, what is it it about a dozen, about mm-hmm. a dozen matches here of the upcoming regional tournament. So no real, uh, no, no real, uh, specification in ten, in terms of regions or classifications. We just highlighted a select group across the board and, uh, just waiting for the documents to open up here. Here we go. All right. So we'll go ahead and <clears throat> all right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to start off with highlighting our boys, uh, boys regional here. Uh, open this up a little bit here. more all right, so starting off, so Boys Regional Spotlight here, uh, looking at a couple of 4As, 4A, two 4A matches here and a 5A to start. Uh, Rafa, take us take us a little bit through these.
1: Guys, you have a big game coming up here in Region 2 between Salina, which is a, the last year's state's uh, finalists and one of your East Texas premier powers is Palestine. Uh, like I said, this, this probably be the front of the Premier Gate Boys game. they in that area, and it's gonna be a shame, who, you know, whoever loses this game because they're meeting in the regional semifinal. So I think, honestly, I think this whoever wins this game is probably gonna win region two. So, but I did read into like Palestine. Palestine is actually a very young team. They're actually being led by a lot of freshman players, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, was was that gonna, you know, come back? T- not to say to haunt them, but you know, you know, Salina yeah, has this been the there. Do-
0: become, right? Does the moment become too big for them?
1: Yeah, it's a little too big for them since Alana's been there, done that, you know, is that going to catch up to them? So we'll, we'll find out you know, on, on Friday how, how that turns out. And then we also have a, another one, Bernie Champion going for the three-peat, uh, coming against uh, a, 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 an upstart, you know, up-and-comer, Corpus Christi in London. And right. they've done a great, some great uh, things down there in court in the Corpus area. Um now, is, is, this is going to be the challenge for them. Can, can they go toe-to-toe with Bernie and knock him off? And like I said, the game's in Corpus, so they'll have kind of a little bit of the home field advantage there. But, you know, you know, knowing Coach Strong and Bernie Champion, like I said, they've been there, done that. They know what it takes. So they have the experience, and, you know, we'll see how that goes this weekend. And then a really key matchup here, um, really a lot of people didn't think much of Houston wind- wisdom. You know, they're still undefeated. They think, well, just – you know, they'll, they'll, they'll probably get eliminated in round two, maybe three. Uh, they'll just keep on chugging, but, you know, they have a very tall task coming against Pflugerville Conley. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think this is a very interesting game. They're in humble. Uh, we'll bit of A
0: bit of, home field, bit of home field advantage there for them.
1: Yeah, for a little bit. Yep. Well, actually, so I said Austin. Yeah, for Houston. Yeah, so they'll have the crowd right. there. Right. Uh, so, but Pflugerville's been one of the consistent teams during the Austiners. So we'll see. This, like I said, is going to be a great matchup for them.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Again, that's going to be so uh, 4A Region 2, Salina versus Palestine. So, all these matches, obviously, in the regional semifinal are s- scheduled for Friday, April 7th. Salina versus Palestine. 4A Region 2, 11 a.m. That is taking place at the uh, Tyler Rose Stadium there in Tyler, Texas. 4A Region 4 matchup, Bernie versus Corpus Christi, London. Yeah, uh, again, also Friday, April seventh, six thirty p.m. there at Cabinet Stadium at Corpus, where London will clearly have the home field, home field or home wind advantage. I don't know what we should what we should call it. <laughs> uh, and then again, Houston, five a region three, Houston Wisdom versus Flugerville Conley, region three, four p.m. on also Friday, April seventh, Turner Stadium there in Humble. So picks on these, Rafa. <sighs>
1: I think Salina is going to win this one. It'll be a close game. I think Salina just. I think Salina has the, like I said, they they made it to the state final last year. I think they have enough to do it. Um, I think Bernie will win. It's going to be a close game. I guess the same thing. Experience comes around to, to win this, and the fifth one's the, like the last one's going to be a tough one. But I think I think Flugerville Conley pulls this one up. I think they may. Mm-hmm. I think they. have They've probably play a little tougher schedule than Wisdom. And, and like I said, I think this is the really first test for them in the playoffs. So that's it's gonna it's gonna be a, a barn burner of a game. But I'm gonna give the edge to Conley on this one.
0: Gotcha. All right. Good one. Let's see here. Let's see if we can get this next one. Next one to come up. It's been a little difficult here, so our apologies. All right. Okay, and our next so our next boys regional spotlight here. So we want to look at so we got one more five A and then two six A's here. So five A region four Leander Rouse versus Brownsville Lopez, and that is scheduled again. All matches scheduled for Friday, April seventh. That is scheduled for seven p.m. at Brownsville Sports Park in Brown in Brownsville. Then we have six A region two Naman Forest versus the Woodlands. That is region again region two taking place at Kelly Reeve Stadium there in Austin. And then our last 6A matchup, Region 3, pasadena Adobe versus Katie Jordan at Abshire Stadium in Deer Park. Thoughts on these, Coach?
1: Yeah, these are like heavyweight kind of boxing fight games here. Uh, Leanna Rouse going down to the Valley uh, against Lopez. Lopez, is, like I said, they've won Satan in the past. Uh can Leander pull off the win? Like I said, they've, done, they had a, they've had a great season, but now they're kind of going into the Hornets' nest here. Uh, it, that crowd is going to be rocking there, and I don't know if, if Leander might is going to be too big for them, or you know, just the, uh, you know, just kind of—I don't want to say to be intimidated by the fans, but just like I said, uh, you know, not having too much of that, you know, support being like more like uh, – one they normally have here, here at their home games, you know, yeah. and like I said, it's 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 in Lopez's backyard. They played, they've played a lot of big games there, so they know what it takes to win. So that's, so so that's a one game to keep an eye on. Uh, Nan Forrest versus Woodlands, your your Dallas versus Houston area game. Uh, what you can say about Naman Forrest, uh, They've done it in a great season for them, great run.
0: Yeah, but they're coming yeah.
1: against a a, a, par- a perennial power in soccer from the Houston area. Uh, so we'll see how that game goes, and because uh, I like it's going to be in the rom rocker, like the Kelly Reeves, and then another team that's been, like I said, they've been on my top ten is uh, you know my top fifteen is the Pasadena Adobe, great season for them. You know can like I mentioned, can they finish the fight? You know, but they're going to run, they're running into a, and so, you know some of our picks, like I said, you know keep an eye on Katie Jordan because they had a good run last year. You know now they're up in six A. You know is this is going to be a test for for Adobe. And can they get you know how Katy you know that Katy district is it's a it's a it's a gauntlet there for you know it's a playoff game every you know every game you know can Dobie overcome that and and get a win and get to the regional final?
0: Yeah, second finish the fight reference. I like that man. I like that. So all right, every man Dan, I'm going to bring him back up. So one of the perfect examples that I wanted to mention, right? Because this will be a factor for sure Friday. Uh, across the board in South, South, and South Central Texas for sure. <clears throat> uh, Friday for sure, Saturday possibly, but we know Friday for sure. Everything from San Antonio all the way to Houston, rain will definitely be in the forecast. Um, so, how that changes some of these matchups, given location, surface, uh, all of that, um, could be interesting. It, it could change, you know, could potentially affect game plans as well. Thoughts on that?
1: Especially you're playing on turf too, so a lot, of, a lot of balls going to be skating, and you know the hops might be a lot different than the players are normally too. And you got to be right, very mate. cautious on, you know, you know what you do, and especially if you get into a situation, you know, that especially if it's a heavy downpour, you know, you know I've, I've we've played I've played in games, you know, even, even though it was in grass, you know, it hits a puddle it can skip and get into the net or just float in there or so are you know, a player takes a slip and and that you know on a one v one and so it's you know we'll see how how the coaches adapt to it, especially with the elements you know you know did that change their that change their tactics their formations you know how they do things you know is that going to keep them from being aggressive on on the field
0: yeah yeah no doubt it'll be it it will definitely make for some interesting uh interesting adjustments, uh, some, some ahead of time and maybe some just on, you know, in, in the run of play, right. As the game unfolds. So, all right. Uh, so, all right. So now we're going to, we're going to switch gears here, moving over to the girls side. So some girls regional matchups that we wanted to spotlight, uh, regional semifinals again. So we're going to look at a uh, pair of four A's, uh, two five A's and then, uh, two six A's as well. So our first one, uh, four a region two, Salina versus Jacksonville slated for 4 PM on Friday they're again there at Tyler Rowe Stadium. And Tyler, uh thoughts on this one, Coach?
1: Yeah, it's, like I said, Dallas versus East Texas, like I said, Salina, the defending champs. Uh I haven't picked again to, to repeat. Uh, but they got a test here. Jacksonville's not gonna roll over for them. Uh it's it's gonna be a great game. Uh if Jack, like I said, what though depending on the weather, they're in Tyler. You know that could affect thing, You know, make things interesting for them if they can get an early lead, and you know things don't go Salina's way. It's a possibility, but like I said, I'm going to give the edge there to Salina for this game. But it's going to be a great, a great one there in Tyler.
0: These are a pair of uh, a pair of RPI teams, right? So I know Jacksonville I think, broke through towards the end in your RPI. So and Salina, defending state champion, on a mission. Uh, I think the team that I've been saying they're on a collision course with is the next team up that we're about to talk about here in uh, Bernie uh, 4A Region 4. All right. The Bernie Greyhounds versus Corpus Christi Cal Allen. Again, they're at ca- at Cabinus. So uh, Cal Allen with the home wind advantage. 6 p.m. on Friday as well. Thoughts on this one, Coach?
1: Well, this is the trilogy here because this is the river, like the rumor match. Uh Allen Two years ago, knocked off Bernie, ended up getting to to the final for the loss. Uh, last year, and then Bernie returned the favor, right? Ended up knocking, knocking off Callen, and, and they they got to the to to the final four. Uh, so this game is going to be the key. You know, uh, I think whoever wins this one ends up winning the win, wins the region. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Bernie. Like I said, I think they have a little – I know that's in the backyard back for Callen, but I think Bernie has enough. They've been there, done that. Um, I think they're focused on, you know, getting back to, you know, to uh, Georgetown and maybe a showdown with Salina maybe in the final or regional – regional and the safe semifinal or or the safe final.
0: Yeah, okay. And then our first 5-8 matchup here, Region 1, Frisco, Frisco, Reedy coming off a huge win – Versus Forney, uh, this will be 7.30 p.m. Abshire Stadium there in Deer Park. Thoughts on this one, Coach?
1: Uh, the, both teams from the Dallas area. I'm going to have to make that little trip down, <laughs> down to Houston. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they should have played the game there <laughs> somewhere in the Dallas area. But, like I said, that's just how regionals work. Um, what do you say about physical radio? Like I said, they, they finally knocked off, like I said, quote, unquote, the giant, the dynasty of Wakeland. You know, can they use that? as momentum to go into could continue on. Uh and, and Forney's gonna give them a, a a challenge. And Forney's like I said, they have also fallen under the radar. They've had they got a great run here in the playoffs. So this is gonna be a great game. Uh but I'll, I'll give this one the edge to Reedy on this one after the big one they had last week versus you know Wakeland.
0: So again predictions on this one you have uh Salina, Bernie and Reedy going and through is that right? Yes. Okay all right and got one more we got to go over here
1: there is a question there about the game versus reading might not be at deer park i think that let me see here i think that's at
0: yeah we'll we'll, uh we'll reference that one and uh yeah in the meantime we'll go ahead we'll come up here So our final so our, our final uh, spotlight of matches here. So 5A region four, Leander, <clears throat> Leander versus McKellen, 10 a.m. This is probably it may be our very first playoff, uh, regional round matchup of the weekend. Uh, 10 a.m, Brownsville Sports Park there in Brownsville, 6A region two, Wiley East versus the Woodlands at Kelly Reeves in Austin. And then 6A, Region 4, Round Rock versus San Antonio Taft, a match that you and I most likely will be seeing uh, there at Comalander Komal- Stadium. That's supposed to be San Antonio, not Austin, Texas. So uh, thoughts on uh, thoughts on these, Coach?
1: Yeah, the first one there, Leander versus McAllen. Uh, Leander's gone some big wins, but they're running to a team that – in the past, they've they've pulled up some upsets. I remember that one year, McAllen made that run through six, uh, except the high sub where there was five a at the time. Uh, you know, knocking off a couple of Austin area teams to get to the state tournament. Uh, so they're going down to their to the backyard. I, I know Spencer Valley is getting the attention as far as maybe being the favorite, but keep keeping on this team, uh, uh, keeping on McAllen because they they may surprise Leander. And this on this game, that like I said, they they have a, their coach swell down there, so it's gonna it's gonna be a back and forth game. Uh, so it's going to be one of the best ones there down there at the sports park, and then 6A Region Two, uh, Wiley East. Like I said, I've, I've had them in my top, you know, top five. Uh, still undefeated. Uh, they're going to run into a, a, a perennial power from the Houston area against the Woodlands. You know, can Wiley, like for me, like can Wiley East mm-hmm. take? T- you know, can they knock off the Woodlands and take that next step and and get to you know get to Georgetown and and It's going to be a great game, and then the one here in our backyard, Ron Rock versus Taff. Like I said Ron Rock's had some great quality wins. Same thing yeah. with Taff. Um, speed versus physicality. You know, you know, can't you know is is Ron Rock speed going to be too much for Taff, or can Taff out muscle, you know, and be physical and wear down Ron Rock in this game? And uh, it's it's a, it's a good you know interesting matchup here. Uh, it's, I think it's to, it's going to be a close game, uh, so we'll, we'll see how this one goes.
0: Yeah, so we have here. I know every man Dan is uh, giving us update here on those locations. So saying that the uh, Frisco the uh, frisco Reedy Forney matchup is slated for stand, Standridge. So uh, so yeah, so good good update. Thank you to, thank you uh, to every man Dan for that. Um, thoughts on these? Who your predictions, coach, for these three here? Um, Leander, <clears throat> Leander with some impressive results. McKellen always tough uh, coming out of uh, coming out of the South. Wiley East, who's one of three remaining undefeateds out of the DFW area, right along with defending champions in South Lake Carroll and Salina uh, versus a very tough, consistent woodland squad. And then Round Rock, as you mentioned, some exceptional quality wins <clears throat> have surprised some people, and in San Antonio Taft making their deepest run in uh, probably over 20 years as well. Uh, a very, very solid team that you and I have had a chance to see in person. Uh, predictions on these, Coach?
1: Uh, I'm going to give the edge I think, to Leander. I think, that you know, I know McAllen's faced more of the Valley teams, the Corpus area teams. Uh, Leander's really had to beat some you know, good teams like the Alamo Heights, you know, some of the Austin area teams. So I'm gonna give them the edge. It's gonna be a close game. You know, Le- Leander's gonna to have to get a, a build a lead early on. But if they fall behind, they'll, they'll be surprised when, you know McCallum pulls it out, pulls it out. Uh I'm gonna give the wedge to Wiley East. I think I think they're on a collision course, maybe with with Saleh Carroll. You know, wow. maybe we'll have two two undefeated go go at it yeah. in Georgetown. And, and who's to say you know this is a, may be the team that can knock them off so i know that's a tough test but if you can knock off the woodlands then you're then you're really you're for real and like i said i think this is a real special season for for the lady pirates here and i think i think they're going to pull this one off and then down here in our backyard it's it's a toss up there um, i'll give the edge a little bit to round rock because they've had a little kind of little not saying tougher route but they said like i said it's You know they've beaten some good Austin, San, San Antonio area teams, but this would be a close one. But if this one goes to PKs, I'll give that one the edge to Taft because they got quality good goalkeeping, and that that can that's going to step up.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Madison Harris, she continues to come up in our episodes regularly. Phenomenal, uh, phenomenal goalkeeper for San Antonio Taft. Only a sophomore, a twenty twenty five er. So yeah, that that's a great point. That's a great. And again, we keep talking about how weather will play a factor right to mm-hmm. what extent it's not an excuse it's just it just is it's a factor right it's because both both teams obviously have to play in it uh so it's not an excuse it's just a factor it is it is what it is so who maybe plays better um who does it affect the least right in terms of style of play wet surface ball moving faster than normal who's maybe a little bit cleaner more polished on uh, defensively those kind of things come into play and and as you and i have always mentioned every team at this point here is extremely talented um you got to get you got to get lucky along the way a couple of things have to go your way and then of course coaching coaching matters right at this at this stage in the game it really matters right so it starts to show um so yeah uh any any final thoughts on this coach
1: yeah just going with it what you mentioned about the coaching matters you know you know, some of these coaches, some of them have been battle tested. They've they've been there, they've taken long, you know, they've been making long runs into the playoffs and, you know, so they have that experience and, you know, they have that little edge and that little edge could, you know, really factor in, especially like you mentioned about the weather too, you know, they may have plans on how to play well, you know, with the weather, you know, you know, and going to these games so that you, you, you can say, you're going to see kind of like the cream of the crop of the as coaching is going to rise here as far as trying to get out of certain situations and so
0: forth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So our, uh, our regional tournament spotlight brought to you by our good friends, our good friends at Gipper. So Gipper is the way schools, athletic departments, ADs and coaches create world-class marketing content. Join over 2,500 coaches, ADs, sports programs, and use Gipper to create high quality visual branded graphics for your program. The best part, anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience whatsoever. If you do have more experience on this, again, they are also designed for that power user in mind. So it just creates more opportunities. It just lets you do endless amount of things when it comes to digital graphics to promote your program. So just for just for being a listener of the 5050 podcast, you can receive 10% off any first time gipper purchase. So simply for being right, being a purchase or being a fan, being a supporter, you you're gonna get you're gonna save money. You're gonna save 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Again, so 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. All you have to do is visit Gipper.com slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's Gipper.com slash partner slash 5050. Again, that's for 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. All right. Uh, so and then we have Rafa who's coming right back and the other. So while we are doing that, let me tell you also get in our other, our other promo spot, our good friends, global scarves Scar. We partnered with them uh, a couple of weeks back. We finally start, we finally received our, our product our our scarves. And some of these, these are going to be gifted um, later in the year, have kind of certain prizes. And when we recognize certain programs, certain supporters of the Fifty Fifty podcast, these will be gifted. So. You cannot purchase these right now. these are strictly gifted by the 5050 podcast. So uh, if you ah there you go. he's got he's got it up. he's got the he's got the global scarf side if you turn it over for those of you that are at least watching this obviously if you're listening to this later on the audio podcast, you cannot cannot see this but the 5050 podcast along with our logos of both the podcast and inside Texas High School soccer. Uh, we partnered with our great friends at Global Scarves. Global Scarves is the top provider of custom-knitted scarves, beanies, and other fan merchandise in the United States. All merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. All you have to do is contact them at info at globalscarves.com to get any free designs and quotes built for your school, your club, your program, whatever it is. If you use, if you use the code hashtag 5050pod, they will make sure that they take care of you. Again, contact them at info at global scarves.com. Use the code hashtag 5050 pod. So all right. Great job. Good stuff. Thank you for modeling that. Thank you for modeling <laughs> that right there. So great stuff. Awesome. So all right. So we uh we go ahead, we move forward. We're gonna talk about our player game balls, coach. Um <clears throat> player game balls. So this is kind of a newer tradition to the 50-50 podcast, both our player game balls and our team sticker awards. We're going to go ahead and we're going to start off with our player game balls first. <coughs> Excuse me. So my first one, uh, for one that I wanted to identify, she's kind of obviously, full disclosure, near and dear, near and dear to us. She's also a, a cause promoters USA athlete, Malia Dominguez of San Antonio O'Connor, who had four goals in a crazy barn burner 5-4 playoff win in the regional quarterfinal versus Harlingen. So, Coach, I was trying to keep up with this one, right? Trying to get scores out, right? And it was 2-0, 2-2, 4-2, 5-3. And then next thing you know, it's 5-4 inside of the last 10 minutes. And absolutely, this was one that I originally wanted to mention earlier, but because we were going to mention it because of Mal- Malia, uh, this was one that it was a phenomenal matchup. Congratulations to the O'Connor Panthers as they advance to consecutive advance to consecutive uh, regional tournaments. Malia Dominguez, she gets my game ball for girls out of San Antonio O'Connor. For the boys' side, uh, Dylan McBride of Allen, he had that equalizer, scored the equalizer with two seconds remaining in that matchup between Allen and Irving that we were talking about earlier before, of course, Allen advanced winning it in PKs. Crazy. Did you see the end of that one, Coach, by the way?
1: Yeah. I haven't seen the the clips yet. I need mean, to check it out. Check that out. Yeah. That's for, for everyone to, uh, to kind of give that one up, you know, who's to say, you know, that, you know, sometimes things, things happen and, you know, destiny's happening, you know, yeah. and maybe it's, like I said, it, it what comes down to his luck and, mm-hmm. and the, the score goal with two seconds, left left is, is luck and, and the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So little message here, I guess, uh, uh, Scott, uh, Scott uh got in a message a little early there for us. So, all right. Uh, so game balls or player player game balls, coach, for you, who do you got?
1: Well, for my game balls for the boys' side, I give it to Lucas Saldana from Lee High School here in San Antonio. Uh, basically broke up in the, ga- the game that I did the audio cast. He had a brace. Um, his goal is really kind of – brought them you know got them after uh, Johnson had tied the game you know his break his brace pretty much uh it just they just took over and ended up winning like I said four to one. So he's my game ball for the boys. And then for the girls, you know I'm not a lot of love for the defenders, but I have some love for one defender out in the in the Dallas area. Uh Caroline uh, Const Castans from Flower Mile Marcus. Uh she's a defender there. And the bitch basically kept Allen in check and she actually got the game winning assist uh, she had the the game winning assist on the second goal for for that game against Allens when they won uh, Flamara Marcus winning 2-1 so she's she gets my game ball for you know she was like my the the Casomiro, you know <laughs> <laughs> defender MVP for for the, for this week
0: is he still suspended by the way? I uh think I think was so <laughs> wasn't it like four matches i think i thought it was yeah, yeah. so crazy crazy so yeah no great stuff Just, Okay, yeah, just ahead, make ahead.
1: sure not to get any yellow cards, or <laughs> red cards, right. like them. Yeah. And then, um, and like you mentioned about, uh, you know, for your your player for from O'Connor, because like, so that was, that game was actually was a rematch from an earlier season game, and O'Connor got some revenge on Harlingen. Right. So, right. so kudos to them for getting back to, for back to back regional tournaments.
0: Yeah, and you know, and and O'Connor, you know, we saw them earlier in the year versus Taft, and O'Connor um, still very very young. Malia is obviously one of the most experienced, uh, you know, a uh, finalist last year for the San Antonio Express-News Player of the Year, and she's she's gotten hot at the right time and this O'Connor squad has has really come into form at the right time as well. So yeah, so big shout out to her. And uh, again, you like to give uh you, you talk about our uh those parents, right? Those O'Connor parents that you mentioned. Yeah. Earlier, so big shout out to them as well. That phenomenal booster club, obviously we have mentioned that before, so All right. So congratulations to all our player uh, player game ball recipients. Uh, Great job. And all right. So our team stickers um, coach, I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to you here first. So our team stickers kind of part of what we do here is we acknowledge there is no set reason or set criteria why we want to acknowledge a team. It's just a team that we feel has maybe whether they're underrated a phenomenal result uh, or a team that we just feel maybe, um, isn't getting enough love. And we just want to acknowledge them, show them some appreciation for any number of reasons. Uh, Maybe they just recently had a big win or just they've been consistent, whatever it may be, but team sticker awards, coach, go ahead.
1: So my team sticker goes to a 4A team. It's going to go to Port Port Lavaca, Calhoun. Uh, Not sure, you know, like I said, you know, you get your Bernies, you get your Palestine, Salinas get, you know, pretty much the coverage for 4A boys soccer. But you got to give it to Puerto Rico, Calhoun, you know, one of the newer programs that really built something down there on the coast, you know, and, you know, kudos to them. They're they're making their first appearance to a regional tournament and good luck to them. See how, they, you know, you know, who's, who's saying they don't get to Georgetown. And then for the girls, for my girls team, stickers going to go to Frisco Reading, you know, just going up there, you know, in that game versus uh, in the quarterfinal against Wakeland and finally getting over the hump and, you know, and breaking through, you know, like I said, ending that kind of like, quote, unquote, the dynasty, you know, and now taking the torch and to see if, can they continue on. And like I said, you got to see them as one of the favorites, you know, you know, to possibly to come out, come out of region, you know, region two for, you know, to get to, you know, to on next week.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, so for my team stickers, first one on the uh, on the women's soccer side, the McKinney, McKinney North Bulldogs, uh, They they've just they've managed, they've put together a great resume. Great, great wins uh, on an incredible run. And now they face Frisco next in the uh, the regional tournament. So big shout out to them. They just just don't feel like they're being talked about as much as probably as they should. Kind of their, I view them a lot, kind of like sexy, maybe. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so Team Sticker Award, the McKinney North Bulldogs on the women's side, on the men's side. So I'm going to go the opposite of you and I'm going to go. So Frisco, Reedy who also on the boy side right they they swept frisco wakeland but i guess this one this one is of major significance because so first of all frisco wakeland's the defending state defending state champion but also you know this is the first time in at least you got to check my math on this but at least six if not seven years that frisco wakeland won't be at the state tournament right so that in itself i think is just incredible it's pretty you know kudos to them in terms of wake what wakeland's been able to put together you talk about the dynasty but today it's about frisco reedy who on both sides the women's side and the men's side managed to get some massive massive results in uh, knocking off frisco wakeland thoughts on that
1: yeah i mean it's thing with the girls for the boys they had it you know they had a tall task and you know, there's you know they they had to prove themselves here you know are they going to be kind of second field third field too you know because i said you also get Lone star you know in their district too that's gone that done that's done been successful as well and for them this is pretty much this is their signature win I'm, i know they had the wins in the in the regular season but the one in the playoffs is the one that means the most because like i said these wakeland Wakeland's been in the final the finals the, the last six seven years and to yeah. finally to kind of get that kill the giant and move forward, you know, it's a, it's a, like I said, singer win for them. And how does that, you know, you know, going forward, you know, is that going to take a lot of, you know, did they take a lot of away from them from winning that game? Is that going to affect the next game mm-hmm. or is it going to enhance them and t- go and take their game to another level? And like I mentioned, finish the fight. Can you, you know, you slay the dragon, can you finish the fight and, and, and get to and get to the title game and
0: win it? third finish the fight reference i'm keeping tabs on these so all right, all right. so that is going to do it uh you know uh, special thanks to uh all of our all of our, all our supporters our listeners here tonight every man dan in particular who has gave us some great information here uh appreciate you every man Dan. uh next episode of inside texas high school soccer we will Rafa and I still have to get schedules together and see how we are going to lay out our coverage. But the plan is to be joining you for the majority of the evenings at the end of the evening, uh, during state, uh, kicks off next, uh, next Wednesday, April 12th. Right. If I have that correct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we will look at, uh, when we will, we will get that out there. Uh, so you can look at post, uh, post match of each day, post match, uh, wrap up analysis, um, well, we're going to try to come to you live, live post-match at the end of each night if possible, schedules permitting of course, but be on the lookout for that. We'll be putting that out there. Uh, we'll get that out as soon as we can go ahead and uh, just, I guess, tighten up schedules and see see where we're going to be, see what we're going to be covering as well. Um, any Anything you want to mention about this coming weekend's uh, regional tournament, Coach? Yeah, it's this,
1: this going to be interesting, especially like I said, with the weather, uh, but you know who who's really gonna take gonna take everything by the horns and, and move forward and get to, and get to Georgetown. The to kind of who's gonna be that mentality monster, and like I said, the kind of you know who has it with deep inside them. And like I said, also players who's who's gonna rise to the occasion. Is it gonna be a senior that has a lot of experience, or or maybe that up, that upstart freshman or sophomore player in his first year in varsity? That's you know it's gonna be that newcomer that's gonna be the future of the team, you know, you know, you never know who's going to take those roles, but this is where you see those players kind of rise, you know, because they're going to, they're going to shine and rise up and put the teams on their back and take them to, you know, take them to take them to Georgetown for the next weekend.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so anything, any thoughts or I guess we will be on the lookout as well. We will be mentioning uh, upcoming coverage this weekend as well of the uh, regional tournament here in Region 4, so we'll we'll be getting that out there soon as well. Uh, all right, it is that time, Coach. Stoppage time. Final thoughts, uh, messages, thank yous, anything that's on your mind, anything you want to share? The floor is yours.
1: No, just like I said, uh, I could, like last night, congratulations to – actually, I was the last night at the U.S. Open Cup for SAFC. Uh, pretty much, they played the whole academy team, so the kids pulled, <laughs> pulled out a great win in, in overtime, so congrats to them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also looking forward for – these Fridays games, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll be at Comalander um, for region for region four, for six, A, uh, covering some of those games. And, you know, just good luck to all the teams, you know, to make it this far, you know, looks like the sweet 16 and it's an accomplishment, but I know there's some teams that are, you know, others, they want more. And if you want more, you gotta, like I said, you gotta rise to the occasion, be them until lady monster and, and, and go after what you want. And, We'll see that we'll find out by next weekend who's the ones that are going to be raising the trophies.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh yeah, it's uh, it's that exciting time. I mean, you really look at it. We have what we're about uh, a week and a half, a week and a half left in our season, right? In in the uh, the Texas high school soccer season. So we're at that point, right? We're uh, a week away, a week exactly. We're a week away from uh, starting the final trip, the final journey in uh there in Georgetown at Brooklebach Field. So all right again so my final thoughts stoppage time uh really want to go back to the beginning in case you didn't uh, in case you didn't catch us at the start of the show uh started the show on a very uh somber uh somber mo- uh, somber mood i guess if you will um, in terms of acknowledging uh, coach jeff miller the uh, head head coach head soccer coach at uh, at den, Bra- uh, den braswell who uh, last week last Friday i believe, uh, so suddenly unexpectedly uh, passed it. uh So the, the Texas high school soccer community is, is definitely mourning. Um, they do have a GoFundMe out there in, in support of his family. So if you can, you're able and you're willing, uh, please, uh, please, please consider donating. Uh, we will put that, we will share that, uh, that GoFundMe out there as well. So look for that through the Fifty uh, Fifty podcast, social media platforms, as well as the, uh, the uh, San Antonio soccer Roundtable. Uh, but again the texas high school soccer community has been proving it uh pretty regularly this year in terms of rallying around each other and supporting one another in a time of need and in this case it's one of our own as a coach as well so uh um, so coach miller to your family your extended family there in terms of the braswell community we're thinking of you uh in our thoughts definitely in our prayers our condolences and uh, again, if you can, can if you can, uh, if you're willing and able, please consider donating to their GoFundMe. So, all right, that's going to do it. Rafa, thank you again. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, for our listeners, for our supporters, you're the reason why we do it. Thank you. Let's let's finish. Let's enjoy this. The last of the ride, like we said, we're about a week and a half left into the season before. that It's a wrap on the 2023 Texas high school soccer UIL season. So until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 Pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 Podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until
2: the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.